This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We are ending a series of resolutions, things that we hope the next year entails um, to help us to walk more faithfully with a eye towards pleasing God, knowing God more fully, and living more faithfully. And so here's a review of where we've been. First, make or keep Sunday and church a priority. Second, work on being a, quote, better sermon listener. Third, avoid a critical spirit and specifically apply that to how we listen and sit under sermons. Fourth, be committed to prayer and Bible reading, which is just another way of saying make the year a, a year of abiding in Christ, abiding with Christ. And then fifth, and today is set aside time for reading. Okay. First, I'm going to ask you guys, make a case to the listener why reading or books are a positive good. I think that setting aside that time for reading, reading something – you become a self-feeder. You're not dependent upon other people to be feeding you, but you are actually feeding yourself, growing yourself. And there, there's there's so many, uh, you know, Solomon said of the making of books, there is no end. So, I mean, there is there are, there is good books out there. Uh, <coughs> and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's the social concern that uh, is affecting the nation right now. So there's things on uh, that you can read. That'll help you understand and be able to discern discern what's happening. Maybe it's just simply getting into a really good book, a devotional that will you know uh, help uh, cement your thoughts around the glory and wonder of Christ. Um, those are the kind of things that uh, you should be doing. I, mean, I think one of the things we tried to instill in our kids, especially when they were younger, was that that reading was the key that unlocks all the other academic pursuits for them. Right, you can't be good at math without being good at, at reading. Uh, you can't be good and understand history and, and people groups without being good at reading. And so, the pursuit of knowledge, particularly through literature, I think helps unlock other places where you mm-hmm. learn and can grow as an individual. And I think even just if we were talking about being in community with other people, one of the mm-hmm. things benefits is it makes you a good conversationalist. Right, you know, when you're well informed on an issue. I mean, how many of us have seen a headline and then had to scurry to Google to get our information? Um, if you have the practice of continuing to learn and read, it, it helps build in an informed mind and so that you can speak intelligently and articulately about a variety of subjects, in, including the Christian faith. To piggyback on that, I start every day by sitting down and reading the newspaper. Yep, same. I, I, I want to be at least fairly well-versed on what's going on in the world, what's going on in my community, what's going on, so that I can carry on conversations intelligently or at least semi-intelligently with other people about the events that are going on in the world that I, I live. So that's one of the positive 
goods I think of of just reading. Yeah, I think especially as being a local Christian, the local newspaper is a key to, to having an effective community ministry, just to know what's going on. Um, it, it can rise even to the level of practical ways to do ministry. I mean, perhaps mm-hmm. there, there's a need in the community that you read about in the paper that God, by his spirit, would motivate you to, to minister toward, um, or at the very least to be aware of and to pray for in the moment. And then I think another aspect of reading, and and this is the part that sometimes I think people make reading more of a burden than a, a joy. I always tried to tell my students um, and practice myself of read at different levels. Mm. So I always try to read a book that is below where I'm at, just an easy read. It's one of those that you, it doesn't take as much thought. It's a quick page turner. So I always try to have a book going on that is below my reading level. I always try to have one that's basically where I'm at. And then I always have um, stretch books. Well, you know, on that, on that level, if you looked up monergismbooks.com, monergismbooks.com the thing that comes up first is they have a reader's guide for the christian life and so there's introductory readings there there's classic readings there's intermediate you know it's it's designed for the level of reading that you want to be on so you might read something in an intermediate uh, reading that you can read in a in a more advanced reading in another you know, on the same theme. But it uh, breaks down different categories of, of reading there, and it's called uh, monergismbooks.com. It's a great resource to, to find books to read, but also, and some that are actually filtered. I like, I like having a filtered source for my books instead of just simply going on Amazon and mm-hmm. saying, what should I read? By going to a place like monergismbooks.com or, or uh, there's also Westminster Theological Books, wtsbooks.com, uh, you, know, you, you have a selection of books that you can be relatively assured that are going to help you in your Christian life. And, and what I would say is, is ask readers. Yeah. And so when people ask me about books, what I try to say is, okay, this would be an entry level. Mm-hmm. This would uh, an easy read. This would be a medium read, intermediate. This would be a stretch. This would be a harder read. And and I think just have in mind that you you want to read at these different levels or otherwise if you're always reading at an easy read, it's harder to grow. If you're always reading at a hard read, it's easy to get discouraged and say why bother? I'm I'm working so hard. And so that's why I try to have the different tracks going for me personally, just because it, it keeps me reading. But I think additionally, I think we need to read in different areas. I mean, as a pastor, I am not just reading theological tomes right. day after day, week after week. And that would not be helpful for my people in the pew if I was. Yeah, I think they're even just reading reading generally about culture and, and beauty and, and art and, and your hobbies. I think those are those are all help broaden you and make you a holistic person. Or even reading a good novel. You know, yep. it's a yeah. it's a little mental vacation of the mind, but it also gives you an in, insight into uh, the character of people. Uh helps you to become a student of the heart, you know, because what they're if you have a good novel that's developed the character, you begin to see that in other people and you begin to understand the thought process of other people you makes you better socially as well i always try to have a novel going Mm -hmm. and i always try to have some sort of historical um biography 
autobiography, mm. any type of something like that. So though, I mean, I would consider those to be lower level reads, like entry mm. level. They keep my mind engaged. I learn mm-hmm. about some form of history, or I learn about human nature, mm-hmm. um, and I try to intersperse classical works in those novels, like pick off a classic every once in a while in that to read list yeah in fact i'm just finishing up a book called uh, the best of uh, father brown gk chesterton yeah, yeah. stories yeah. about father brown and you might be able to watch a pbs um, special on father brown who solves all the he's a priest that solves mysteries the way he does it is because he knows the human heart and and he actually places himself in the position of if you know the heart being deceitful knowing how deceitful it is he 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 says that's me, and he solves that problem. So it's it's just a for me it's just a kind of a, a vacation of the mind, you know, to get into a novel. But it also is it quickly just resets things, so I can go out and 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 just enjoy the rest of the day. I think it helps contribute to the life of your family too. As you as you if you build reading into the culture of your family, it gives you things to talk about, and mm-hmm. there's never a dull moment. Hey, what are you reading? Tell me about it. In the spring and fall months, we like to go out in our backyard by a fire table. We set up and we'll go out and we'll just read from kind of sunset into the you know cooler hours of, of the evening. And then about 30 minutes in, I'll yell switch. And then we all rotate our books to the left and we have to read a page of what everyone else is reading. And we talk about it. And it's just a, a fun, healthy exercise and activity we've developed to include reading into our family life. So going into this year, what, what are some recommendations or books on your to, to read list? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, there's one. Uh, it's called Providence and Power: Ten Portraits in Jewish Statesmanship. Uh, statesmanship. Um, and so it's, it's a picture of ten Jewish leaders. Um, few of them are, are biblical; others are more political. After the uh, reestablishment of the nation in the '40s, and so particularly with world events, I just wanted to have a, have a background to the thought of, of Jewish political philosophy and leadership. And so one of the great chapters uh, I've really enjoyed so far is a chapter on David. From a Jewish rabbi's perspective, and and how the there's a there's a saying that Abraham is always their father, Moses is always their teacher, and David is always their king, and yet they they're not ruled within the context of a monarchy. And so, how seeing that developed was was really thoughtful and, and enjoyable for me. I I know fanboy or whatever. I am actually right in the middle of reading Boys in the Boat. Um, oh yeah, I'm, that I'm halfway good. through the book, and it is an excellent read. I. I, I made the mistake of reading half the book and then going to the movie, and so then I I did I have to go Spoiled. back and I, I know I'll know I have to go back and read the part about being critical because books are always better <laughs> than the movie, and so I did struggle a little bit with the, some of the changes they made to make it work as it works as an excellent movie. I highly recommend it, um, but some of the changes from the book did did annoy me like oh you didn't make it better you took away some of the the human element but i i this is the first year that i can remember when i didn't get a book for christmas Hmm. and uh, usually usually oftentimes it's a novel that i'll read probably within you know two days you know i just consume it and that but uh other books as well so i'm gonna have to go back to you know maybe my amazon cart and look for look for those books that I set in there, and I'll buy them myself. But I, I don't have a particular book right now on my 
my list. Like I said, I was just finishing up a very light read of G.K. Tresterton. Uh, EP Books has a series of J.C. Ryle's tracks that they've put together. They're oh, yeah. really simple. Yep. I would say these are kind of entry levels, but they're great. Um, the one on happiness I, we gave as a gift to all of our staff and board members this year in the, to celebrate kind of the new year and the pursuit of happiness as a group. So um, all that whole series is, is really good, really simple 60, 80-page essays, really. If you're looking for a stretch book um, to understand the the cultural moment that we live in, I would recommend Carl Truman's Strange New World. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a little bit of a harder read in the fact that you're dealing with some philosophical writings of of our thoughts and and concepts that other people have had historically. I loved it, but I was a history major. I taught those about those people. So you, you probably, it will be a slower read for you to benefit from the book, but it, an absolutely wonderful read for understanding the cultural moment in which we're, we're now living. And I think I have not read it, but my wife just read Rosaria Butterfield's Five Lies. Five Lies. Five the, Lies and she, age. Yep. it's a similar type of read in the fact that it's helpful for understanding the cultural moment. Um, and she thoroughly enjoyed the book. Yeah. yeah, that one sitting beside the chair I sit in in the living room to read. Yeah. But, you know, for some people, they're suffering. And, uh, you know, there are books for those that are suffering. There's you know, a, a wonderful book written called My God is True, and it's uh, le- lessons learned on the dark road of cancer. My God is True. There's a there's so many people, we hear that announcement of people having cancer. I, I usually keep a couple of those copies just to pass out. I've been, I was reading about some different things about grief and all of this, and, and people kept referencing a book by Jerry Sitzer called A Grief Observed. And so I did pick up that book as well, and that's on my to-read list, similar type of idea. Mm-hmm. I think the bottom line is just, just find books to read. Read for yourself, and then you can give them to others. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully your church has, uh, has a library that you can also pick up books in as well. Well, you've been listening to The Gospel for Life. Hopefully these resolutions help us all to live more faithfully in the year to come. Thanks for listening.